EO Fire 1105. It's yours. You're the one with the guts. Get out there. And the victory and failure is yours. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you subscribed to our Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll receive value bombs galore. Ignite. Get a business phone number that works as hard as you do. Go to evoice.com slash fire for a special extended 60-day trial. Visit evoice.com slash fire to get your special offer. Looking to start or grow your business? Find the answers to all your business questions with a seven-day free trial at thrive15.com, promo code FIRE. That's thrive15.com, promo code FIRE. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Amy Schick. Amy, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Amy is an army spouse in Alaska, a mom of three crazy kids and a real estate investor who co-founded Military Property Project last year with Lauren Roethlisberger, a friend and fellow army spouse in Georgia. She is a social extrovert who loves home DIY, meeting new people in this crazy army life. All right, Amy, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure. My husband is active duty army, so he is very busy and gone a lot. Um, We moved up to Alaska last year. um, And then my business partner, Lauren, she was in Georgia with me. And then this summer she moved to Kansas. So we are like nomads constantly on on the move with the army. Um, we have three kids and they're a lot of fun, um, but they definitely keep us on our toes. And uh, we're really enjoying life in Alaska. It's, it's short lived. We'll be moving again next year. So we're making the best of our Alaska experience. Nice. Well, side note, was that Kansas move by your friend, um, Fort Riley, Kansas? Um, it's actually Fort Leavenworth. Oh, okay. Because that was three years of Fort Riley. Yes, I know. And thank you for your service, John. And um, I really liked um, just listening to your story, how how you got started and leaving the army. And you're an inspiration to a lot of veterans that that are getting out and trying to find life after the military. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I look to my army experience very, very thankfully because I learned so much and it really instilled a lot of the discipline and just the courage to tackle new things that, you know, I, I don't know if I would have had without that experience. So nothing but great things to say. And, and you know, like you, Amy, you know, and, I, and my thank you goes to you for what you do for the military as well. You know, I love doing highspeedlowdrag.org, which is our organization to help military transition into the civilian world. And I'm really excited to talk about what you're doing with Military Property Project because, again, you're just doing huge things for our veterans, for the military, for all in between. So thank you for that. And excited to tell that story. But before we even get into that, Amy, let's just say you're at a networking party and someone walks up to you and they they do ask you, hey, what exactly do you do, Amy? How do you respond in 10 seconds? I guess I would say that I manage a nationwide on-demand 
workforce that consists of military spouses who solve the problems of time, distance, and money for other military families. And what I love about what you specifically do and how you just described it is that you experience these issues. You know, you have three kids, your husband's gone a lot, you're traveling, you know, you're moving to different places. You're actually experiencing these issues, you know, and as Gandhi loves to say, and I love to quote him, be that change you wish to see in the world. Like you knew there was a better way to do things. And that's where Military Property Project came from. So let's talk about revenue right now, because it still Mm -hmm. is important to to be able to get that runway and have that going. So what are ways that you currently generate revenue with your project? We generate revenue by taking a service fee for each scout task that is completed. And then we also have some advertising and affiliate partnerships. So what exactly would a scout task look like to kind of get a little more detailed? Um, A scout task could be a variety of things. Uh, Typically what it is is a scout touring a home for a military family who can't be there, but they need to rent a home, right? So I'm in Georgia, I'm moving to Alaska, and a lot of military families rent sight unseen, which of course leads to, you know, some problems. So they can hire a scout to go tour the home for them and get the information that they truly need, you know, the photographs, the videos, the information about the neighborhood that they want um, from someone that they can trust who, and who understands what it's like to move around to unknown places. Um, something else that scouts do is uh, a lot of military landlords are long distance and they're managing properties from afar. And so scouts can um, unlock doors um, for them to let repairmen or, or service contractors in to do work on the house between tenants They can check up on the property when the property is vacant. And then they can also, um, you know, take updated photographs um, for for your new advertisements and just simple tasks, essentially. And again, Fire Nation, what happened here? Amy saw that there was a void out there. I mean, all these military families were moving into houses that weren't really what they were hoping for or expected. And she just knew there was a better way. So she picked up her little entrepreneurial hat, put it on and created this military property project. And, you know, and here we are talking about it today. So, Amy, I'm really excited to talk about the aha moment that actually was what resulted in the military property project. But before we even get there, we always start with the worst, the lowest, the worst entrepreneurial moment. So let's not pull any punches. Take us there, girl. Let's just be real with our listeners. What is your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? Tell us that story. Well, Lauren and I had started out by writing two books, um, two ebooks and a digital workbook um, for military families to educate them on buying and holding real estate during a military career, and then also how to manage your rental successfully during a military career. And when we were writing this, we realized most military families become landlords because they're forced to move away. Mm. Right. And so, yes, we are, you know, telling them how to do this, you know, based on our experience and what we've learned um, with our investment properties. Um, but but we they need something else. They need a trusted person to be there when they can't be there. And then that's when we thought, well, we need we need someone to be there. Who is it going to be? Well, it's going to be military spouses because, they're highly educated. They're underutilized. Most of them need flexible, um, 
flexible jobs that, you know, will work around military life and family and children in school and other part-time jobs. And so we kind of thought, well, this is it, you know, that we're going to utilize military spouses. They're all over the world, right? You know, it's kind of built in already for us. And then when um, we finally did one Facebook post last August, actually, um, when I was moving from uh, from Georgia to Alaska, we thought, let's just put it out there and let's see if anyone is even interested in being a scout for Military Property Project. And with by the end of the day, we had 20 applications for scouts. Mm. And we thought, okay, it's not just us filling this need. You know, it's other military spouses. They do want to be scouts. They see the need for this. And and they also need scouts themselves. So um, we just thought this would be the perfect, you know, win-win situation um, for military families. Okay, so Amy, this is the worst entrepreneurial moment. So are you getting to that part? Yes. Okay, so the worst part was we started last year um, in 2014. And then um, we were expected to stay in Georgia for another year. And Lauren and her husband would stay in Georgia for another year. And so we thought, this is great. We're getting this thing rolling. And then we came down on surprise orders to Alaska. And that's when I thought, well, that was short-lived. You know, we we wrote the books. And we had basically just started developing the Scout concept. And I I just thought, well, well, that's the end of it. I mean, how am I going to do this from Alaska with my business partner in Georgia? And I just kind of thought, you know, we're, we're just not gonna be able to make it happen. Um, and Lauren, who is our tech genius and does has built all of our websites, she's like, it doesn't matter where we are, we have all of this technology, and we're going to utilize it. And so for this past year, I've been in Alaska, she's been in Georgia and Kansas, and we've made it all work. It's been really great. I realized there was a struggle there for sure, but yes. it's not really fulfilling what I like to call the worst entrepreneurial moment. Oh, goodness. Because Amy, you were just kind of vague. You were aerial there. Bring it down to a moment in time. I mean, were you sitting on your couch sobbing because like it just wasn't going to work? Or did you get a phone call from like some house that was burning down? And like, I mean, like what was the moment <laughs> that you just wanted to give up? I mean, this is the worst moment. This isn't like a tough time that we got through. To be completely honest with you, the move, preparing for the move to Alaska was, um, it was a shock. You know, we weren't expecting to leave. My husband came home and said, I think we're going to Alaska. And it wasn't even on the list. And I thought, oh, you know what? I mean, this kind of stuff comes up all the time where, you know, we could be going somewhere and then we don't. And then he came home one night and just literally dropped orders you know, on the kitchen counter and said, you know, we're moving in six weeks. And, you know, our kids were still in school. At the time, we had two of our rentals becoming vacant, you know, in the month of June. And I thought, okay, I've got rentals to fill. We've got to get this house ready to rent. And um, we just had a lot of work that we that we had to get done. And I really didn't want to go to Alaska. I mean, the only thing I knew about Alaska was the pipeline, the Valdez, um, oil spill, and Sarah Palin, right? And I <laughs> could have cared less about going to Alaska. And to top it off, it's negative 40. And I love Georgia and just bought, you know, my new rainbow flip-flops for the season. Right. And 
was, was just not there. And our kids um, had experienced three new schools in the last three years, and I was settled in Georgia. So um, as we were preparing to move, I mean, it was just nonstop. The AC in my van broke, right? It's Georgia. It's like 95 degrees. I mean, it was just one thing after another. Um, our roof started leaking. So we had packers in our house with water, you know, coming down into a bucket while they're packing. I mean, I just kind of thought, this is it. I can't, I can't do this. I can't handle all of this at once. And I really don't want to go. And so, you know, at that moment, I just thought, what, what do I take off my plate? What do I not need in my life? And, you know, part of it was this business, you know, I mean, this is something obviously I'm doing for me, I'm doing for other military families. Um, But, you know, when you think of what can I let go? Well, it's definitely not going to be my husband or my kids, right? Mm. Um, And so I just kind of thought, I, I just can't do this. I just, this is too much. This military life is really too much to handle with um, with starting a business on top of it and the moves and, you know, my husband being TDY and, you know, not to mention settling in into Alaska. Um, but, you know, my partner really reassured me, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Mm. You know, and you're just we're, we're go- just like everything else. We're going to get through this one chunk at a time. And, and it will be fine. All of this is going to pass and you'll be settled in Alaska. So, Amy, let me get something straight here. There are no rainbow flip-flops in Alaska? Well, actually, we're <laughs> flip-flops right now yes. because I'm inside my house, but it's 43 degrees outside. Oh, uh, I'm not going to tell you what, what it's like in San Diego because that would just be cruel and unusual <laughs> punishment. But, Amy... One thing that I really want to share with you right now that you know, being a military spouse and just being in the military world, it's it's so true. But for the Fire Nation out there that might not be familiar with this kind of language, Audie Murphy's Law, that is what can go wrong will go wrong. And I was actually a tanker, so Audie Murphy was a tanker himself too. So it's especially relevant for me when I was in the military because it's just a reality. What can go wrong will go wrong. And you're hearing Amy's story And the story is so prototypical of an entrepreneurial journey because believe me, when it rains, it does pour. What can go wrong will absolutely go wrong. And you just need to know when that happens, okay, this is happening. I get it. Let me take a step back. Let me take a deep breath and go back to Amy's. I love that quote. You know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And let me just take one step in the right direction to get better from the situation I'm in right now, one step at a time. That is how you're going to get out of these crazy scenarios that we just can't avoid as entrepreneurs. Now, Amy, we're going to shift to your aha moments, to an epiphany that you've had along your entrepreneurial journey. So really take us to the moment that that idea happened and then walk us through what you did to turn it into the initial success. Well, the aha moment really was that moving in the military is, it's not a great experience. We deal with it all in our own way and the military will move your stuff, but essentially that's it. I mean, you're on your own. You can, you know, pursue to live in on post housing. You can, you know, move off post, you know, rent something, buy a house, but all in all, it is very stressful and it doesn't matter how many times you do it. Your life changes every time you do it. So, and it's a new move every time. So 
literally moving to a location that you've never been to, you've never even wanted to go to, um, and trying to make the best decisions that you can for yourself and your family and the life that you're going to have, it stinks, right? And so you use, you know, other, you know, military families as resources, but again, it's limited because everybody has their own personal experience with, you know, what works for their family. And so um, we have moved in, in 21 years of marriage in between the Marine Corps and the Army, we have moved 13 times, <laughs> which is a lot of, it, it's just, it's a lot. And you would think that I'd be a pro by now, but I'm not. And every time we get ready to move, that that stress comes up of, do we buy, do we rent, do we live on post, schools, work, lifestyle, you know, you name it, you know, medical services, all of that. And so it it really becomes you know, on top of deployments, on top of, you know, husbands, you know, leaving for, for short, you know, business trips. Um, you know, it's it's just one more thing. And it's huge to get up and uproot your family and leave and drop them in a new spot. It's almost like in the witness protection program sometimes because right. you've, you've got like, you know, new friends, instant new friends, sometimes new car, new wardrobes. I mean, new location, new house, everything. So, Lauren and I had been helping each other out um, with our own um, uh, real estate investment projects. I mean, everything from installing ceiling fans together to, you know, um, unlocking the door to um, be there for Lowe's to drop off appliances. I mean, you name it. But what really was the aha moment for Lauren and I was that so many military families have horrible experiences with real estate. And, you know, military families, they don't make a lot of money. They don't have a lot of disposable income. And to hear that military families are paying for a mortgage, you know, in one location and they've had to move to another location and, you know, either buy another house or rent and trying to cover both on one income, you know, is I mean, it really it can ruin them. I mean, financially, it is a hardship and um, we really didn't want to see military families go through additional stress. And although Lauren and I, we had a plan to invest along the way in real estate, that's not everybody's plan. And so um, time and time again, we would hear of these horrible experiences. And Amy, what I want to pull out of here is that you had an itch that you saw that needed to be scratched. And what I want Fire Nation to really be taking in and realizing is that, listen, Every day, all around you right now, there are issues, there are problems that I know that you're experiencing, that you're seeing. I mean, you're getting stuck on, the, on your way to work to traffic. You're waiting too long to get coffee. All these different things. These yeah. are all opportunities if you look at them oh. as opportunities. And Amy had these experiences, 13 of them. And she said, hey, this is an opportunity for me to actually create something that's going to work better and it's going to create, a, uh, it's going to solve a problem that's a massive issue in the world that I live in right now. So what world do you live in, Fire Nation, that you can solve that need, that pain point? You can provide that solution. And Amy, you have a lot of things going on that rightfully so you're excited about, but what's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? I think what I'm most fired about, up about today is just the opportunity to serve military families and to solve problems for them. And our network 
has now 57 scouts across the nation and it's other military spouses. And we're helping, you know, we're helping our own, you know, it's, it's, it's our people helping our people and solving problems and making life just a little bit easier for the people that serve this nation. You know, it really feels so good to do something for a large, you know, mass of people. And, you know, military spouses, we constantly volunteer in our own communities. But I wanted to do something more than just my little community. I wanted to make an impact. I wanted to make a change. I wanted to change the way, you know, people do things and make it easier, you know, and just reduce stress in an already stressful life. So I'm really pumped. And, you know, John Lee, we we really don't advertise for scouts and I get new applications every week and getting to talk and interview um, these military spouses who come on to be scouts in our network and hear their stories and hear the challenges that they have faced in this military life. It's just it's just amazing the amount of talent and education and resiliency and perseverance is just it really inspires me every day. It kind of fills that selfish need and um, it fills my cup. And to know that I'm doing something on a much larger scale, I mean, it's it's everything that I've dreamed of doing is something big to help people. Amy, if our listeners right now know of somebody that could be potentially interested in the Scout program or or are just as a listener, um, how yes. can they find out more? Um, they can go to our website, scout.militarypropertyproject.com, and they can browse for Scouts or search for Scouts. But we also have a lot of information on the site as to what Scouts can do and cannot do. Well, Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Let me guess. You're just getting started with your business and you've got a lot of questions. Questions like, how do I know whether to incorporate my business, become an LLC or a sole proprietor? And what are the best techniques and tactics for branding and marketing my business so I can grow? Great questions. Now, wouldn't it be nice if you had a single resource to go to for all the answers? Thrive15.com is that resource. Thrive15 provides online video-based business training taught by successful entrepreneurs. No classrooms, no get-rich-quick seminars, just valuable trainings broken into 15-minute segments that get you the answers that you're looking for. Save time and find the answers to your biggest business questions today with a seven-day free trial. Just head over to Thrive15.com and enter promo code FIRE. The first 100 people who head over to Thrive15.com and use promo code FIRE will also receive a hard copy of my book, Podcast Launch. One of the great advantages of being an entrepreneur is having the flexibility to create your own schedule and not be chained to a desk all day. When you need to take a meeting across town, take a client to lunch, or see your child's play at school, you can. That's why eVoice is such an important business tool for entrepreneurs. It acts like a receptionist, but it's an automated phone system that answers your calls professionally and works with a phone you already use. So now you can be away from your office and have peace of mind knowing that eVoice is handling your calls whenever you need to focus on other aspects of your life. Life or business. You'll also get access to an incredible set of phone features like voicemails transcribed into text messages, conferencing, dial by name directory, and much more. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for our listeners, so visit 
evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. Amy, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The fear of public failure. You know, in our world, in the military, it's a very kind of no-fail world. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's all about success and achieving um, for, you know, our service members, but also for spouses. I mean, they, you know, really, you know, create lives for themselves with within this life. And, you know, it's a it's a big world, but then it's also a very small world. And I, you know, just really didn't want to you know, put myself out there and then fail publicly in front of everyone. I really, it, and I'm, I'm really upset at myself that I, you know, let so many years go by before jumping into an entrepreneurial project. Um, I wish I would have done it years ago. You just weren't listening to enough EO Fire. I wasn't, I wasn't, <laughs> but I, I have to tell you, I love, I've learned so much from your podcast and just listening to people who are doing it or have done it for a while and just hearing other perspective. It's very inspiring. Oh, Amy, you're awesome. What's the best advice you've ever received? I think the best advice I've ever received is that um, opportunities are opportunities to work and don't turn them down because that work is going to turn into something not, not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but years from now. You know, it's that delayed gratification. Keep working, you know, stay focused and um, and don't give up on it. Just do it. It's <laughs> so it. hard to get that initial momentum going, Fire Nation. But if you just do something, that's some kind of momentum and let it build off of itself. And Amy, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? List. A lot of lists and I prioritize everything. And I constantly scrub my lists um, as to, and I just break everything down, you know? So if there's one task, if there, if that task actually takes five tasks to complete it, I will break down each little task and then just crossing things off the list and reprioritizing, you know, and, and just kind of doing a check every day. You know, what do I have on my plate today? You know, what can I push off on to tomorrow? What do I need to you know, make my number one priority today because things are always shifting, you know, and there's constant distractions and, and interruptions and, you know, there's fires that need to be put out that, you know, some things need to be pushed back for. So it's just constantly evaluating those lists and priorities. What's an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Oh, I absolutely love Skillshare.com. It, it is amazing. You can learn pretty much anything that you want to learn. So I've learned um, about branding, marketing, um, you know, MailChimp, automated um, mail programs, uh, uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, Pinterest. I've, I've learned about all of it. And, you know, there's a, there's a free uh, trial, but it is worth, you know, once you actually subscribe to the service, I highly recommend it for everyone. I, I mean, there's, Anything you want to learn, you can learn um, on Skillshare.com. I thought you were going to share something that had to do with making lists. I was ready for you to talk about Workflowy, which is actually my favorite list app on uh, on the internet because it does allow you to do those 
um, changing the priorities, do subcategories, that nice crossing off. So it gives you that option to strike through. So I definitely love workflow for lists. And Amy just shared Skillshare Fire Nation. Great website. Now, Amy, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It would be The Dip by Seth Godin. Um, it's, it's a short book. It's a quick read. Um, but it definitely helps you identify what you're working on and where it is going, you know, whether it's a dead end or if you just need to keep powering through that dip to get to the other side. So it, it was a great book because, you know, of course, you know, with, with any entrepreneurial project that you take on, you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. You know, there are times that you kind of feel like, well, you know, should I be doing this? Are we moving in the right direction? Do we need, you know, to, um, to move in another direction. And, um, and that book just really kind of helps solidified, you know, for me that we are moving in the right direction. There are going to be some down points and you just have to power through them. Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Amy, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Uh, This is a great scenario. And I have thought about this quite a bit because it's so abstract, but um, if I didn't know anyone, I would first absolutely foremost go out into the community and get to know the community, get to know the people, because you have to assimilate, right? Assimilate and find out, watch and listen. What are the needs? You know, where are people's struggles? And then I would create businesses to fill those needs and to create, you know, to solve the problems, um, that those people, need. Um, and that's how I would just kind of form my niche. It's all about forming the niche because we talked about the momentum fire nation and you can't get momentum unless you're standing for something that's really going to resonate with other people in this one spot. So one inch wide, one mile deep, get down there and Amy, let's end on fire. So give us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. All right. The best way to connect with us um, would be Military Property Project or Amy Schick on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, and then, of course, our websites at uh, militarypropertyproject.com and also scout.militarypropertyproject.com. And that parting piece of guidance. To put yourself out there. Um, like, you know, Brene Brown in her book, Daring Greatly, just really drove home is it's yours. You're the one with the guts. Get out there. And the victory and failure is yours, but the critics don't matter. And um, and make it yours. And you only have one life. So you might as well go out there and do it. Start small and just chip away at what you're passionate about. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Amy and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Amy in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. Again, go directly to militarypropertyproject.com or if you're interested in being a scout, scout.militarypropertyproject.com. All awesome stuff. And that's Amy Schick on social media, S-H-I-C-K. 
awesome. Amy, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you ready to share your voice with the world? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.